Islam Morris. All right, Islam Morris. Peace and love, everybody. Happy Holy Day. Today we're going to be celebrating the prophet, our illustrious prophet. And we're also going to go ahead and start up our Holy Day meeting. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We ask that everyone please rise and face the east for the Moorish American prayer. We rise facing the east with our heels together, feet on a 45-degree angle. We hold our arms up in a cactus pose, two fingers on the right, five fingers on the left, facing the east. If you're able to, repeat after me. Allah, Allah, the Father of the Universe, the Father of Love, Truth, Peace, Freedom, Freedom, and Justice. Allah is my protector. My God, and my salvation. By night and by day. Through his holy prophet. Drew Ali. Amen. Islam. Islam. Islamism. All right. Islamism, Morris. Thank you all for attending. Want to announce that this meeting is now open. First and foremost, we always rise. We always rise and give the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God Allah. We give honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, our illustrious prophet, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We give honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for purity and love. We give honors to all the Adep sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moors divine and national movement. We also give honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet. A lot of people don't know the prophet established the government. He appointed a Supreme Grand Sheik, and that's Brother Emily Ill, Supreme Grand Sheik and chairman of the Moor Science Temple of America. And then uh, we also give honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik, our brother Kay Dandrigel. We give honors to the Grand Council of the Moorish Science Temple of America, and we give honors to all the faithful Muslims here and now, celebrating the prophet with us right now. We, Some of us may be new to this and don't really know why we celebrate the prophet, why we keep the prophet out front, but we're going to discuss that today. All right, so there will be no, no confusion left amongst us. Everyone will know about this great man, about this divine angel, what he did for us and why it's so important. And um, our brother Jackson Bay is going to read the divine constitution and bylaws. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam. Honest to our forefathers, our foremothers, honest to the Asiatic nations, and honest to the Muslims all over the world. <clears throat> Salvation and Allah unity, the more science temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, 
the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Moorish Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the Grand Body of the Moorish Science Temple of America. The Assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice known before the America. Act two was to circle seven and love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday the first man was formed in flesh, and on a Friday the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God of Lot. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three love, truth, peace, freedom. And justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because the lie is love. Act 4. All members must preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Morris American, you are part and partial of the government and must live a life accordingly. Act 5. This organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folk, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasting until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobujuali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the north, northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Nobuju Ali, through the guidance of his father, God of Allah, Nobuju Ali, founder. Moorish American prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector my guide, and my salvation, by night and by day, through his holy prophet, Juali. Amen. The Morris Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Juali, home office, Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Happy birthday, Noble Juali. Islamism and gratitude, brother. Thank you for that beautiful demonstration. Uh, before we speak about the prophet, I would ask that Brother Kobe please read the writs. In Islam, arise and give honors to our great God, Allah. Arise and give honors to our prophet, Nubu Jawali, 
on a special born day. I also rise and give honors to the Marcus Messiah Garvey. And I give honors to all Muslims on this call. And I also give all praises to all Muslims and all human beings on this planet. The prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And when these no principles way. are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive the rewards from my life for their unjust deeds. Maybe I know. All true Moors will. Yeah, you can. And Ask me if you can do all it. laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button. Cease wearing their turban and fed, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet, noble to Ali, and the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet, through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, noble to Ali. To be reclaimed at every meeting. Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claim that I was a joke and unreal. But now, since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and others in funds. The ones that pay their divine respect to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance. And I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present, so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, noble Juali. To the members of the Moor Science Temple of America, Islam. This is instructions from your prophet, Noble Juali. Be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now, but the weak and comprehended not. The end of times is drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I, Noble Juali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see but cannot see, ears to hear but cannot hear. <laughs> These still be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear more. And every evil spirit is moving. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, 
you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your property. Watch your enemies, dear Moore. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest. And the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temple. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, noble Juwali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, more. Let be on to Prophet Noble Juwali on his solar return birthday. Islam. All right, gratitude, more gratitude, Islamism. Appreciate you more, uh, brother Seymour Bay. Would you please read the additional laws? Islam grants you. First, I rise and give praise to the Most High, Father God Allah. I give honors to His Holy Prophet, Noble Jura Ali, on this anniversary of his birth. Honors to the forerunner to the Prophet, the Honorable Marcus Musar Garvey. Honors to our forefathers and mothers, to all you faithful Muslims on the call. A divine warning by the Prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind, to their forefathers' divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. And they are to claim their own free na national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the, the connection of the Moorish divine national movement which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government, not under a granted privileges, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people Go to those that know law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they're glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is the free national standards and power that make the man and the nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens to stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work, because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back into the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mind back to their own free national divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national constitutional laws of their government by claiming 
names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust on issues and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes in deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and the South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at the time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law was enforced since 1774, declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there is but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost. And that is through the above statements. And then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized, prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come, because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous, earth, enormous earthquakes, diseases, etc. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government, being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them. And so I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea for all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way, and without understanding they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, etc., in their present condition of their endeavorment, and which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from the sinful ways of action, and that these have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they have fought the Southerners for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the examine the conditions there. The works of continuously which in disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for the moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness and into marvelous light. From the prophet, Islam, Islam, Islamism, happy holy day.
All right, gratitude more Islamism. All right, appreciate you. And um, today, uh, for those that, that just came in, we will be doing a short presentation about the prophet. We'll be speaking about our illustrious prophet, Noble Drew Ali, as the sister Douglas L.C., as she said in the chat, Islamism, Muslims, praise Allah and honors to his divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, on this day, January 8th, in 1986, a prophet was born, and we all give thanks and gratitude. We honor the prophet. So we will have a short presentation um, speaking on the prophet's life and works, and then we will be reading from chapter 40 today from our Holy Quran, speaking about the Holy Quran of the Moore Science Temple of America. And our brother Jackson Bay will be presenting his uh, Moorish Muslim meditation. The brother actually put it together, meditation for Muslims, true Muslims. And our brother Davis L., who um, hopefully the brother share your uh, website in the chat. And if you're on YouTube, also share it on YouTube. This brother makes turbans. He will be doing a presentation on yoga. And we will show our vision board as well that we put together. And as you can see, the pictures up here, just some pictures from over the years. We've grown. Temple 30's grown pretty fast. We follow the prophet. We keep the prophet out front. The prophet is always right, and it works. And Islam, we're going to go ahead and speak on the prophet now. Um, as I said, we do have a short presentation. Just uh, bear with me. Right here we go. Ah, uh, it's my first time doing this. Okay, here we go. All right, Islam Morris. We always give honors to our illustrious Prophet Noble Drew Ali. And after this brief discussion, everyone will understand why. I would say make sure the children are present for this. Because well, this is this is their heritage. They need to know Islam. Uh, we, we're doing this not only for ourselves, but for the children and the yet unborn. So we always give honors to our illustrious prophet. And uh, real quickly, well, you know what? Let me let me read something for you, actually. OK, hang on a second. All right, here we go. Morris, um, make uh, is everybody able to see that the website? Okay, good. 
So I'm not going to read this whole article just to give you a brief um, understanding who the prophet is when he was born and what he did just in brief. Prophet Noble Drew Ali, the most important American figure you've never heard of. Some of us may already know this, but we're going to go over this anyway, because this is one of the most important men, if not the most important man in American history. All right. And in brief, this is just some information from the Mukara being files. If you want to get more insight on this, you can you can look that up. You can um, you can get that online now. But the prophet made his entrance into the world on the eighth day of January. 1886 all right and this brother endowed with endowed with uh vision wisdom purpose and love for humanity so at the age of 27 just 27 years old this brother founded the morris divine and national movement in america which was later to become the morris science temple of america but he started the the movement in newark new jersey or newark new jerusalem and then in the succeeding years the prophet moved to or moved the base to Chicago, Illinois, organizing in 1925 as the Morris Temple of Science. And um, as I said, and in, in just after this brief discussion about who he is, we're going to tell you why this is important. So the national headquarters, all right, was established. And then in 19, uh, 1926, November, it was incorporated as a civic organization in the state of Illinois. This was later changed on July 28th to a religious corporation and then registered in the county, Cook County uh, Office of Recorders, uh, record, Records and Deeds, excuse me. And that was in 1928. So the purpose and goal of the Moorish movement was articulated by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali in the Moorish Guide to uh, dispense human uh, charity and provide for the mutual assistance of its members in times of distress, aid, and in the improvement of health and encourage the ownership of better homes to find employment for members and teach those fundamental principles which are desired for our civilization, such as obedience to law, loyalty to government, tolerance, and unity. And then he stated also, we are friends and servants of humanity. We're dedicated to the purpose of elevating the moral, social, and economic status of our people. We have set about to do this through a wide and comprehensive program embodying the principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. So this was in the pre-depression years when the prophet was doing this. And then something else was going on at this time, Jim Crow, where a lot of our people were suffering. And when the prophet was born from 1886 up and through the out throughout the 20s. Another thing that was occurring was a lot of towns with Asiatic people, our people, were being attacked. Some of them were being burned down. People were being um, murdered, killed, or just um, chased out of town. You know, business owners were having their businesses burned down and taken from them. So it was literally it was war. All right. And our people were suffering. We were suffering um, a, a great, a great, humongous, incredible ordeal. And the the, uh, the method that the prophet brought to get us out of it, in some ways, it seems so simple and straightforward. But a lot of times the real the real um, way or excuse me, the. A lot of times the way the path to uh, to success 
is a lot more simple and straightforward than we would think. Sometimes we overthink things. So the prophet came through with the divine plan of the ages. And he came at a time where our people were suffering. So he understood, he, he knew intimately what we were going through. All right. He knew this intimately. And um, he experienced and saw all of the different facets that our people were going through. He was born in um, North Carolina. He traveled all over the country. Some say all over the world. Well, actually, he did go all over the world. He went he went to Cuba and various countries. So he saw our our ordeal up close and personal. He understood what we were going through. In other words, he was speaking our language. He understood us. He was one of us. All right. And so in this day and time, back when the prophet was was um, was moving around in the 1920s, he was also able to put people in office in Chicago. Once he had organized the Morris Science Temple of America, at this time, the movement had thousands and thousands of members across the country. And this is something that the prophet was able to do in just a few matters of years. <laughs> he was actually able to put Asiatics in office in Congress. He was actually able to help um, uh, uh, someone get into the office of governor in Illinois. So the prophet was moving and shaking at a time um, when our people were going through a great ordeal. Okay. And um, just in brief, I want to show why, you know, what the prophet did was so important and why we honor him. Okay. And um, not going to take up too much time with this. All right, so hopefully everybody can see that screen. Also put the link in the chat for the brother David Sell. Make sure you check out his website. That brother has turbans and you can check out his other services as well. Now, um, as we speak about the prophet, I just wanna give a brief detail of what was actually going on at this time, okay? So the prophet reconnected us to our illustrious history. The prophet said that our ancestors were the creators of civilization and we are who our ancestors were. So they start us off as slavery. Bottom line, point blank. They start us off as slavery. You can see this timeline here. They start us off in the 1700s. And then before that, everything's murky. We just came from somewhere in West Africa. They labeled us Negroes. They wrote several laws and acts did define anyone who looked like us as a Negro, as a black person, black codes. That's basically a slave code. That's how we got into this position that we're still in in this day. The prophet reconnected us to something that's ancient and divine. And he didn't just do it in word. He did it in acts and deeds. We have our holy book. We have our, our constitution. We have our divine creed. We have our code of conduct how we move and conduct ourselves. And we are actually reconnected to our ancestors that have been over here, even in the Americas, since before the Europeans even knew about the Americas, right? He reconnected us to a time that dates back so far. I mean, we really don't know when the continent split apart, but the prophet reconnected us to that. And this is known. 
but we couldn't just claim it because we had fallen through the time through through the different ordeals that we endured we went through war for the most part and we really actually became negroes but the prophet reconnected us to this you see the people on the screen these are ancient americans incan noblemen on the left we have um peru noblemen on the right and it's known it's known who we are so the prophet returned the customs the traditions the law divine creed all of these things which re-civilized us because we couldn't continue in the pace that we were going we couldn't continue in the spot that we had boxed into we had to be civilized people so he returned us to that but not just any civilization not just something that was just made up yesterday no something is ancient and divine and that we have legitimate connection to all right there's um real quickly in the virginia house of delegates in 1832 Henry Berry, on the record, said we have, as far as possible, closed every avenue by which light may enter the slave's mind. If we could extinguish the capacity to see the light, our work would be complete. They would then be on a level with the beast of the field and we should be safe. OK, and that's on the record. Using the same language that the prophet used. He spoke at Drew Ali in time. He spoke of the cutting off of the light. In 1774, your light was cut off from the ancient Moors, and that is why Allah has sent to us a prophet in 1886 to prepare the light that was out. In 1925, the prophet said, I have mended the broken wires and have connected them with the higher powers. So come on, Asiatics, don't you want to go? Using the same terminology that they're using in Congress, in Senate, Amongst each other, speaking about us, the prophet reconnected it. And that's why we pay honor to our illustrious prophet, because, you know, it's one thing to just talk about it. But he actually established our society for us, our government, everything. All we have to do is come in and follow the example that he set. So for any that's still on the fence is wavering, not sure if you want to come in or kind of scared. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying like, this is new to you and you don't know. Well, this is why it's real. And this is why we have to come in. And also why in this, this up in a way that can't be attacked. We attack us returning to our ways. Re-civilized, basically being, becoming civilized again. Returning to our ways, picking up the mantle, coming back to our divine creed, because every nation, every people has to have some sort of organized spiritual system. The Europeans didn't have Christianity until it was given to them. And then they organized, they organized with the Council of Nicaea and these different um, these different um, bodies came together and they said, okay, we're going to make Christianity our official religion. And boom, now they can trade with other countries. Now they can move around as an organized, civilized people. Because by you having this divine creed, we know that you're not just down for whatever. But they've created something with this Negro. They've created something that's down for whatever. So the prophet saw the true problem. That's why he didn't point the fingers here and there. He wasn't pointing fingers all over the place. He said, I know. Right. What the true issue is. I have traveled 
throughout the country, right? Throughout the South. And he sees, he knows that it's us. We, we're suffering because we went away from our, our true and divine way. We honor not our forefathers and foremothers. So you who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in City Hall, not just any old body, people who understand the law and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, meaning you understand and know who you are, and they will be glad to render to you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Once again, that phrase about us being cut off from the light. He's returning it. This phrase down here, too, from the Divine Warning, which was read by our brother Seymour Bay. Um, just to paraphrase, it says, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness and sin. There's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, which means us Moors, we have to come in since we understand, we know about the prophet. We have to come in. We have to act accordingly. Because as we can see, most of our brothers and sisters, our, our fellow Asiatics, they don't know. They're still screaming. They're still crying and, and, and putting their hands up or saying they can't breathe. They're still saying Black Lives Matters. They don't understand. But we can't just talk it. We have to be it. We have to do the same thing the prophet did. In just a matter of a few years, he was able to get temples in all of these different cities. And they weren't just temples. They weren't just like churches. No, where you had a temple, you had a community. The temple's going in and they're buying up property. They're getting property. They're opening businesses. So where you have a temple, basically you have a headquarters. So they're moving what? Socially, religiously, politically, and economically. And they are recognized because they're moving in their true light of who they truly are. And the prophet established that and he left the blueprint. So all we have to do is follow his footprints. I'm not saying that there's nothing that we have to come up with this new. I'm just saying we don't have to reinvent the wheel. All we have to do is come in and follow his footprints. And it's so simple. What he set up for us, we don't have to do something that's so difficult and hard. No, you just have to come in and be your true self. It's beautiful. He reconnected us. Says here, uh, uh, allegedly, he said that I took the covers off of all the secret organizations. So I can't, I don't know where that quote came from, but it's what he did. George Washington chopping down the cherry tree. What was he talking about? What was he talking about? Right? That flag you see on the left with the two pillars, that's from the Grand Lodge of England. Okay? Not um, saying anything, anything negative about Freemasonry, but the symbol you see there with the coffin, with the acacia um, branch, and the coffin has the five-pointed star, the pentagram on it. What do you think that means? I'm not saying what does somebody else say. I mean, what do you think it means? The flag on, is that, is that Hiram Abiff's coffin? Come on. What do you think it means? All right. So they can't come against us. And once again, that flag, that's in the Grand Lodge of England. That's the oldest lodge in the world, Freemasonic Lodge. The prophet was not playing when he said he took the cover off of all the secret organizations and that the flag. Some people said, well, what's the big deal about the flag? Well, look at this. 
there's your flag right there. Now, if you don't speak in an intelligent tone, somebody can tell you, oh, that's just a coincidence. No, that red background symbolizes the blood. And that five-pointed star, they'll tell you it symbolizes Venus. And the eye, right, they, they can tell you anything. But if you know who you are, you know that this is all built off of you not understanding who you are and not moving as a Moorish American Muslim. So we can't we can't do this without honoring the prophet and keeping the prophet out front. Once again, that's and, um, it's not a that's in the roof in the ceiling of the Grand Lodge of England. So it's important. We were cut off from our illustrious history. The prophet reconnected us. He built the society for us, the government. All we have to do is come in and follow his footprints. And that's why every Friday, Holy Day, we teach from the Quran. Sunday, we teach, we stick to the Quran questionnaire because this is what we all need to know and understand and pass on to our children. And this is why we pay honors to the prophet. Hopefully everybody understands that. Um, if anybody has any questions or anything they want to add to that, though, feel free to um, to chime in. We are going to be in um, studying from chapter 40 in the Quran. If you have your Quran and want to study with us, we'll be in chapter 40. Um, but yeah, if anyone has any words, anything they want to share about the prophet, feel free to speak up. Uh, yield the floor while I get the Quran up. Peace. I just want to say uh, thankful for the prophet for bringing this information. Uh, the saving, the saving grace in it is, is real. Uh, it'll definitely trans help help me to transform my thinking, and uh, my encourage me to you know find myself to to learn. Um, just challenge me. And it's, 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 it's definitely brought me to, to new places. Uh, definitely thankful for what the prophet brought. Uh, thankful for you, you Moors, also finding the prophet as well to, to help enhance your journey. Islam. <laughs> All right. Gratitude, brother. Islamism. Definitely. Um, as the sister Douglas L. said, we are in the age of Aquarius now. And remember, before the new age dawns, a prophet is sent to the people to prepare them. Okay, and that's why the prophet came in um, in the uh, early 1900s. He didn't come too soon. Some people might say, oh, the prophet came too soon. He didn't come too soon. He was right on time. All right. The brother was right on time. Um, hopefully I could share this artwork to on um try to share this artwork on YouTube. Uh let's see if you more can see that. Might have to uh, can y'all see this? Beautiful. 
so uh, that's that's important too you know don't leave that out you have can you show that again make sure you show everything again too i just got that up so you have to teach the children don't leave the children out when when you are doing holy day or sunday school make sure the children are there as well make sure you're you're showing this to them teaching them and that you are working your best to live by these principles we are reading from chapter 40 in the quran but um in your quran hopefully you have one if you don't you need to get one every morning should have it but at the top of the quran what does it say it says the divine instructions from the holy prophet at the top of every quran all right these are our divine instructions and this is not a joke um all of the imagery that was just shown about the our flag being in the grand lodge and you know all of the the ancient americans who looked like us who were even wearing fezes and turbans all of that is nice and everything but if we're not working to live by these principles and and understanding it knowing it knowing our laws and living by it if we're not doing it then it carries no way. Can you show those drawings one more time? I had just got it connected over here. Right. But if we're not, if we're not living by the principles, then it doesn't even, it doesn't even apply to you. Okay. So you can't just say, Oh, that's me. That's me. I'm the ancient ones. You have to know what that means and you have to live by it. It's really important. Okay. We can't leave that out. All right. And um, as I said, we we will be in chapter 40. Right. If you are looking in your Quran, it should be on page 49. All right. That's beautiful. We got the Moabitess with the turban. She knows a flag. She knows a nationality. All right. This is important. So if we if we're not teaching our children, we're dropping the ball. We have to get this to the children. We have to. Right. You can't leave them out. We don't want them to have to start over from square one. Beautiful. All right. Loving it. All right. Islam. All right. And actually. Uh, OK, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be reading from chapter 40. Just one second. All right, so uh, chapter 40 is the holy instructions from the prophet, the instability of man. Verse one, the inconstant, excuse me, inconstancy is powerful in the heart of man. Intemperance swayeth it whether it will. Despair engrosseth much of it and fear proclaimeth. Behold, I sit unraveled therein, but vanity is beyond them all. Weep not, therefore, at the calamities of the human state. Rather, laugh at its follies. In the hands of the man addicted to vanity, life then is but the shadow of a dream. Now, um, real quick, I just want to pause right there because this is what's promoted to us. 
if you're really listening to this and, and internalizing this, you know, vanity is pushed on us hardcore. It's promoted. That's where we're supposed to be trapped at. You're supposed to be stuck at, at vanity. You're not supposed to be thinking any deeper than that. Okay. Um, the hero, the most renowned of human character, what is he but the bubble of his we- of this weakness? The public is unstable and ungrateful. Why should the man of wisdom endanger himself for fools? The man who neglecteth his present concerns to revolve how he will behave when greater. Feedeth himself with wind while his bread is eaten by another. Act as becometh thee in thy present station, and in more exalted ones thy face shall not be ashamed. What blindeth the eye or what hideth the heart of man from himself like vanity? Lo, when thou seest not thyself, then, oh, shoot. Oh, excuse me. Okay, didn't know I was on mute. Uh, where did I, okay, so let me go back to verse two. Weep not, therefore, at the calamities of the human state, rather laugh at its follies. In the hands of the man addicted to vanity, life then is but the shadow of a dream. The most renowned of human character, what is he but the bubble of this weakness? The public is unstable and ungrateful. Why should the man of wisdom endanger himself for fools? The man who neglected his present concerns to revolve how he will behave when greater. Feedeth himself with the wind while his bread is eaten by another. Becometh thee in thy presence and in more thy be the eye of a man from himself like vanity. Lo, when thou seest not thyself, then others discover thee most plainly. As the tulip that is gaudy without smell, conspicuous without use, so is the man who sitteth himself up so high and hath not merit. Um, I think I was on mute, but just, you know, vanity, that's where they get us stuck at. That's what's promoted to us. That's what's pushed on us. Hardcore to keep us stuck in vanity. Right? We're not even supposed to go any deeper than that. The heart of the vein is troubled while it seem while it seemeth content. His cares are greater than his pleasures. His solicitude cannot rest with his bones. The grave is not deep enough to hide it. He extendeth his thoughts beyond his being. He bespeaketh praise to be paid when he is gone. But whosoever promiseth it, it deceiveth him. As the man who engage, engageth his wife to remain in widowhood, that she disturb not his soul. So is he who expecteth that his praise shall reach his ears beneath the earth, or cherisheth his heart in his shroud. Do well whilst thou uh, liveth, but regard not what is said of it. Contenteth thyself with deserving praise, and thy posterity shall rejoice in hearing it. As the butterfly who sees seeth not his own colors, as the jasmine which feeleth not the scent it casteth around, so is the man who appeareth gay and biteth others to take note of it. Sounds kind of like the internet where people 
always we always have to post everything online. Uh, to what purpose saith he? Is my vesture of gold? To what end are my tables filled with dainties? Dainties, if no eye gaze upon them, if the world knows it not, give thy raiment to the naked, and thy food unto the hungry. So shalt thou be praised and feel that thou deservest it. Why bestowest thou in every man the flattery of unmeaning words? Thou knowest when returneth thee, thou regardest it not. He knoweth he lieth unto thee, yet he knoweth thou wilt thank him for it. Speak in sincerity, and thou wilt hear with instruction. The vain delighteth to speak of himself, but he seeth not that others like not to hear him. If he hath done anything worth praise, if he possesseth that which is worthy of admiration, his joy is to proclaim it, his pride to hear it reported. The excuse me, the desire of such a man defeateth itself. Men say not, behold, he hath done it, or see, he possesseth it. But mark how proud, excuse me, mark how proud he is of it. The heart of man cannot attend at once to too many things. He who fixes, fixes his soul on show loseth reality. He pursueth bubbles which break in their fight, flight while he treads to earth what would um what would him honor now um the way the culture is now you know with people wanting to have followers online it's all about having followers and posting and you know a lot of people act like if you didn't post it online it didn't even happen you know people want to be seen some people watching reality shows and People want to be celebrities. I mean, this is what's promoted to us. And it's getting us so far away from our true nature and what will actually set us up for success. And that's why we're re-delivered. We're giving these keys again um, with what we just talked about with instability. That's one of the five foes of man. Right? We have instability, inconstancy, weakness we have insufficiency of knowledge and misery okay and um we're actually as moorish american muslims we are to subdue the five foes of man that's why this is being explained in detail so that you can recognize these type of thoughts when they come up like why am i doing this do I want to be praised for this? Am I, um, for example, are we taking pictures to post online so it looks like we're doing something? You're helping someone, you're giving food to the homeless or something so that you can take pictures doing it, video doing it so that it looks like you're doing something? Are you actually trying to help? And so that's vanity. And that's one of the main drivers of instability in man. That's why it's mentioned here so many times. The vain delighteth to speak of himself, but he seeth not that others don't want to hear it, right? They like not to hear him. Okay, so we're given this because we're to subdue these. These are the five foes of man. These prevent you from rising up to your true self, your higher self. All right, and eventually we, we're to close off of when you look at the um 
circle seven. Let me hopefully got one on here. Okay, yeah. So when you're looking at the circle seven, all right, it's broken, right? Why is it broken or why is it open? The circle seven is supposed to represent perfected man. But it's open at each of those quadrants. Why? Because we're to we're to strive to close the circle. To reach perfection. And we do this by imitating the prophet. So we have to close the circle. The one of the ways we do this is by subduing the five foes of man. Islam. And so this is what we work on. And this is also why we need to understand. We need to know these lessons inside and out. So that as we go through life, as we're dealing with our family, friends, co-workers, whatever, as we're dealing with, with um, the world, we can recognize these thoughts that are emanating from the lower self and we can subdue it. Because these are like traps. There's traps set up for you when you fall into these into these pits they're set up all over the place right some of them um are so faint that you wouldn't even notice but there are traps that are literally set up for you you know you have institutions that i actually i don't i don't want to name any of these institutions but you have governmental institutions that are set up to build to to make money and generate finance off of us not living by our divine principles and people get caught up in these these um, these situations now where they're having to pay money and go to court and do all types of things, right? And so it's set up to basically take advantage of you not being in your higher self, all right? So we strive to close that circle. Why? Because eventually we are all to overcome this, right? We're to recognize a lot in man, spirit man. Islam, and that's why we have these divine instructions. Okay, that's also why I just wanted to remind everybody at the top of each page, it says divine instructions from the Holy Prophet. All right, and um, you know, nobody's sitting up here acting like they're perfect. We all have to deal with this. And so it's good to have this to fall back on so that you recognize these thoughts as they come up. Where is this emanating from? All right, and the Prophet warned us about the about vanity it, it makes you you know that people that are vain they fix their soul on showing and getting getting adoration getting attention from others but they lose themselves in the process eventually you lose yourself so that makes us also think about what we're doing why we're really doing it and um these are good keys to take, take into internalize for each and every one of us. Um, that's that's all that I had to share on this measure. But I yield the floor if anyone else has any um, insight that they want to share. All right, Islam. If no one has anything that they want to share. I will read the additional laws. All 
All right, Islam. So I want to announce without further ado, we're going to go into the closing of the meeting. Additional laws for Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Act one, grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temples, all businesses, each said temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finances, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members, any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC, by the Prophet or the Grand Sheikh. Act two, all members are to attend to their ADEP meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Moorish Uplifting Fund because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member, if he is able in finance, to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she, according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four. All members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out from your Sunday school, come the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Drew Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and parcel of this, excuse me, of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Um, don't go anywhere. We will. Um, just We're just going to 
pull up our vision board. And we also have Moorish Muslim meditation from Brother Jackson Bay and yoga from Brother Davis Hill. All right, Islam. So, um, yeah, I do. I just want to share this, and I want to thank everyone that contributed to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully, everybody can see that. All right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, this is the vision board for Temple Thirty. Does anyone want to speak on any of the images that are up there? Um, I'll just say with the little Morocco there where it says little Morocco, Morris town, just some of the plans in the works um, without going too much into detail. Eventually, this is what I think every, um, we have to we'd get one neighborhood in town or city and um, starting from there, get in the block, get in another block setting up businesses having a temple there businesses growing your own food having the community gardens having having to organize strategic um plan for your city for your town and your town you know could be a neighborhood right in the middle of a big city it's just incorporated with with your more serving on the um the town council and that's very doable and realistic in each and every community. And I think all more should be moving in that direction. But um, that's just one thing, you know, um, there's several, several great ideas and concepts on this vision board. We're going to bring all of these things to fruition. Um, I'm loving it. I thank everybody for contributing. Um, just keep that up for a minute. But it, yeah, if, if anybody has anything they want to say about that, feel free to speak. If not, we will be going into a meditation shortly. Um, one thing I would say, uh, Brother Jackson Bay, do people need to have headphones on or can they just play it out loud? Islam, you should, you should be able to um, play it out loud. Brother Jackson Bay, do people need to have headphones right. on or can they just play it out loud? Okay. Here's one. All right, sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, we're we're about ready to go. Hang on. Okay, so that's beautiful. Um I put that in the chat too, so Everybody in Temple 30 can get that vision board. Maybe put that on your phone or on your um, computer or print it out. Just put it up so that you can see it every now and then. But I know that um, these things work. Just having that imagery, seeing it, you you will draw all of these things to you. And with us all having it together as a collective, you know, focusing on um, the different things that we want to manifest, it's going to happen. It's, like it's already done. It's a done deal. Once you made up your mind, that's what you want. All right. So 
everybody will have that i say go in the chat and download that i would say put it on your phone or somewhere where you're gonna see it every now and then <clears throat> islam so um yeah don't go anywhere we're gonna do more muslim meditation and then we also have the um we have a yoga session all right right yeah so um you don't need headphones you could just listen yeah we're about to play it So sorry about that. Islam, praise Allah. In the 134th year of our honorable prophet, Muhammad Ali, on Sun. Today, we're going to do a Muslim meditation for the more science temple of America. Jackson Bay, and welcome to my sheep, Douglas L, and he guided me, guiding everybody through the whole meditation. This is the Hopeless Meditation, the seven Elohim alignment. Standing, sitting in the chairs, you know, the floor is kneeling, whatever makes you comfortable. Hold your side, take four deep breaths. In. your balance and align. This is going to be the root chakra. So focus on the base of the spine and imagine a red spear pulsating energy. All right. Now picture this. Follow my voice. Inhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. 
exhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I can do that one more time. Inhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, justice. Now exhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Okay, we're going to move on to the next Elohim that governs the sacral chakra. We're going to focus on your fingers, uh, excuse me, two fingers below the navel. Okay, two fingers below the navel. And we're going to imagine an orange spear flowing with energy. And again, we're going to just follow my voice. Inhale and exhale two times. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Now exhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Now exhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. One more time. Inhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Now exhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Okay. We're going to move on to the next Elohim. This governs the solar chakra. We're going to focus on the top of your abdomen, right below your chest. And everybody imagine a yellow, uh, a yellow spear flowing with energy. Once again, we're going to breathe in and out twice. We're going to inhale, exhale, and just follow my voice. Inhale. And love, truth, peace, freedom. And justice. Now exhale. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And one more time. Inhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Now exhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Right. Okay, the next Elohim covers the heart chakra. I want you to focus on the center of your chest and imagine a green spear there flowing with energy. In the center of your chest. Follow my voice. Inhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Exhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I inhale. I am love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Exhale. I am love, truth, peace, 
and exhale. And love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. All right, Islam Morris, Islam. Right, hope you more appreciate that uh, that Muslim meditation, brother Davis L. Do you want to do screen share? Are you able to grab the screen? Yeah, we we can see you, but we can't hear you. Oh, okay. I forgot. Well, I, I can see you. you can. I was definitely talking. All right. Um, everybody, everybody see me here? No. Nah. You have to. Um, you have to take over the screen. Huh? You have to take over the screen. Take over the screen. Yeah. Uh, go to. Hey. Hang on. Let me see. I don't even know how to do that. How you do that? What'd you do? Sister, what'd you do? I can't I can't hear you. Oh, it's right. shared content. Yeah. Screen. Yeah. Right, yeah. That, that makes sense. All right. Sit sit right here. Y'all just sit on the floor. Don't move. So y'all can't stop touching each other. There you go. Is it working? Yeah, I can see your screen now. Okay, I'm stuck on this. Uh, you are sharing screen, so I can't really see myself or see you guys anymore. All right, let me uh, see. Um, yeah, go ahead, get out of there. Let me see. I'll, I'm gonna do something else. Hang on. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, make sure you have to see. Um, you may need some blocks. That's some blocks. Uh, if you don't have yoga blocks, you can use a book, like phone books, or it's kind of a thicker book. Take the socks off, so I don't get the slide. You may want to take the socks off too. Um. We're gonna do. I'm gonna show you guys. Me through. It's uh, called the moon salutation. Uh, moon salutation. Uh, Sanskrit is called the Chandra Namaskar. Uh, 
So before when we were doing when we doing this, we were doing sun salutations. And if you see my mat, it's actually like horizontally facing you guys. So before we would have been going like this across the mat. This time we're gonna be going like this across the mat. Can you guys uh, see me from all the way over here? Islam. Okay. Islam. <clears throat> yes. And over here, you see me? Yes. Islam. Islam. All right. Uh, so, first thing we should do is uh, warm up. I don't know how everybody's day went. So, some people may be a little tired than others. What not? So first we want to do neck rotation. You saw a head rotation. You're going to rotate your head just like this. To the left. You're going to go to the right as well. Uh, you do that about three breaths. Uh, you, can, you can count on your own. Um, start when you're ready. Start now. Are you going to go the other way? All right, then on the shoulders, shoulder rules. First one, roll the shoulders to the back. Again, three breaths, about three breaths, we're going to roll to the back, we're going to roll to the front, we're done. You go ahead and start now. You want to go the other way? Now we're gonna go to uh to our cat cow. Now you can do this standing straight up, or you can get on your hands and knees. Traditionally, it's done on your hands and knees. But if you can't, or if you don't feel comfortable on the ground, uh, I'll show you an alternative. So if you want to get on your hands and knees and do it, uh, you want to get your knees underneath your hips and your hands underneath your shoulders, and get your toes in the ground. When you inhale, you're going to arch your back and kind of pump your butt out, pump your head up. You stick your tongue out on the inhale. Then you exhale, you're going to round your back like that. Like that. Don't sit down. And when you stand up, uh, you'll stay on my knees, actually. You're going to do the same thing. You inhale. You're going to sit your chest out like this. And exhale. You're going to round your back only like this. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to stay on my knees and do it. 
going to go through that for about three respirations again. And go at your own. I'm sorry, I'm sorry now. Alright, now after that, I'm going to go ahead and do some uh, trunk rotation. You're going to have to do some lifts. Uh, back some more, lower back, waist area. So, again, we're going to do a couple three respirations again. And uh, we're going to go to the left and right. Okay, go when you're ready, man. So, yeah. Oh, 
want to inhale, come into a crescent. If you can't, if you don't feel comfortable going to a crescent, stay, stay in your low lunge. Awake. We exhale. Want to come back down to our lunge, right? Then we're going to turn and we want to lunge sideways. Okay, feel free if you need to put the block behind your back, the back foot that's under you supporting your weight. Sit back at his outstretched leg, at a foot straight up. You should still feel that again in kind of groin area in your thigh. All right, we're going to transition. We're going to go into a squat. Exhaling, now we want to lunge to the other side. Okay, we're going to turn and square up to a traditional lunge. We're going to go back to that person. Come down, back to our lunge. Now we're gonna go, we're gonna straighten up some. We're gonna straighten our left foot, keep it pointed towards the wall. The screen just okay. went black. Hey, you supposed to sit straight, sit still. Shouldn't even touch it. Okay. Man, you may need your blocks at this point. You want to keep that front leg straight. Our back leg is also straight. The foot is uh, it's going the way your hips are facing, technically. Right? And we're still horizontal on the mat. And lean it straight over. You may have been here for a couple of steps already. Good. Right, exhale, I'm going to go back. To our triangle, our triangle pose. Looking up at our hand, we don't want our hand falling too far back, too far front. Inhale, coming up in our teeth. So get the warrior two. Remember, you want to keep your knee loaded over your ankle. That back leg is still straight. And we're going to exhale, we're going to go back into goddess pose. Goddess pose, however you like to describe it. You're going to be squeezing in, you're going to feel squeezing your back. All right, then we're going to inhale, we're going to come back up. 
Put our hands up. Exhale, we're going to lean to the left. Inhale, come back up. Straight. Exhale, lean to the right. Inhale, come back up. Lower our hands. Okay, that was one. All right, now we got to go back. We're going to finish back on this other side we started at. We're going to do everything going back the other way now. Uh, hope I explained it enough, but clearly I'm still going to go over and call out the, the moves on this time too. I don't expect you guys to get it. I know it. Okay, so now we started back in Mountain Polo. Well, if you might need a water break, this would be a good time to go ahead and get some water or something. So I'll give a couple, couple pause, pause for a minute in case you want to get some water or something. All right. Um, our next inhale, we're going to start reaching up. Exhale, you can lean to the right or left, just swing the other way. Next time, inhale, come back straight. Exhale, lean. Inhale, come back up. Exhale, we're going back into goddess pose and god pose. We're squeezing our back. All right, we have come up. All right, we're pointing our left foot towards the top of the mat. And we're got our, our right foot towards the side, the wrong side, where it goes, our knee above our ankle, back leg straight, warrior two. All right, exhale and straighten out that front leg, or reach down, right arm straight, sit it straight up, Got our chest open. Exhaling. You may want to grab your blocks. See, you got your legs straight in the front. You're going to lean straight over. Exhale, going down towards lunge. Inhale, come up and press it. Exhale, back down. Then we're going to turn to the side. Get our side lunge. We 
want to be keeping your back as straight as possible too in these uh, movies. Exhale into the squat. You can push out on your legs too to get a deeper uh, stretch here. Um, up your elbows, use your elbows to spread your knees up. Exhale, stretch the other side. Take lunge. Exhale, you go into you want to square off, do a regular lunge, you want to inhale, and go to a crescent. Exhale, come back down, and lifting up, inhale. Keep our right foot pointed towards the bottom of the mat. Now our left foot is with the long edge, facing the long edge. We're leaning straight over our right leg. All right, we're exhaling. Get ready to inhale, sending your left arm above your shoulder, stacking it, got your chest open, you got your right hand down by or on your right leg, as far as you can get it on the floor. All right, now we're inhaling and coming up, down into warrior two. Got our knees stacked over our ankle. Exhale into goddess pose and god pose. Down. All right, now that's uh that's one round complete uh complete vinyasa uh chandra namaskar or dual salutation. Um hope you guys enjoy it, got some value from it. Um it's a new moon on Thursday. I say today is uh, I think I'm actually giving something. I looked it up, painting one of those. It's a it's an old movie. Uh, just to put it simple. 
Go ahead and kneel the floor. Hope you all got something from Islam. All right, Islam. 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 All right. Islam, gratitude, brother. Gratitude. Um, okay. Go go show it on mom's phone real quick. Yeah, put it on mom's phone. All right, Islam, gratitude, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm sure everybody appreciated that. Thank you all. Appreciate you all. Thank you, Morris, for um joining us for this holy day. Um my daughters want to show their artwork again. Are you? Are you? Okay, good. Okay, so they, Islam. <laughs> so they, they're proud of their artwork. They want to show that off. But Islam Morris, um, just want to just want to thank you all for coming together on this holy day to celebrate our prophet on the sixth day. The holy day we hold to that covenant, that divine covenant, um, is special. Definitely, Morris, make sure you you teach this to your children. I say also share this video with your children if they weren't present with you while you were watching it, um, especially the part where we're speaking about the prophet. And um, share this with your family and friends. Appreciate you all. Thanks for coming together on the holy day. And on that note, we will go into the closing of the meeting. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly. Or excuse me. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Um, we ask that you rise with us for the closing prayer. Okay, if you're able to rise and face the east while we close out. And you do not repeat after. All right, face the feet together. Your heels are going to be at a 45 degree angle, like you're standing on the square, arms up, cactus pose, two fingers on the right, five on the left. Allah. Bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Peace and love, Moors.